Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Welcome back to the Community of Principles podcast. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin, and I have a special guest with us today, Evan Winkler. And just a true story here. A couple of years back, Evan was scheduled to be on the Community of Principles podcast, and lo and behold, this thing called COVID hit, and um, I didn't really know what to do with it. So I'm excited to have Evan back on here. Evan, um, at the time, was an assistant principal, so he's going to get a chance to kind of talk a little bit about his path and what that has looked like in recent times. But I also want to let everybody know that um, the entire premise this season is hashtag you matter. So hopefully you are doing things for yourself. And if there's somebody that you happen to know, maybe they look a little down, maybe they just don't have the same zest that you usually see in them, press into them and see if you can lift up a, a colleague, a friend, or or just somebody that looks like they're just not great. And without any further ado, welcome Evan. Hey Ben, thanks for having me again. It has been quite a journey since the last time we talked and did our, did our podcast before a lot has changed. Yeah, I was assistant principal then and now I'm principal and I just love the topic you're doing this this season because I feel like for you matters, it definitely is a big time for us to connect with each other. I really thought that was a great point you made that, you know, we're I think we're all going through some stuff. And if we all can work together and it's only going to make it easier for us to get through the through this pandemic. One hundred percent. So you just alluded to it a little bit. You just kind of touched upon it, your spot. So tell everybody where exactly you are right now and how'd you get there? So I am uh, the principal at Ring Larger Middle School in Niles, Michigan. We have about 600 students uh, for six through eight. I have been, this is my 17th year in education. I was a PE teacher, uh, coach, you know, for my first 11 years at uh, another district nearby. And then I was, a, I've been, I was an assistant principal four years. And then, you know, last year, I, I don't even know, it's kind of funny to talk about. I don't even know what being a principal is like in a normal school year. <laughs> right. I've only been a principal in, the, in, the, in a pandemic, so. I'm really excited when we can finally have a normal school year. (laughs) Absolutely. So we had Andy Lindsay on uh, recently, and Andy was a longtime assistant principal moving into the principalship. And I really think this is a great lens because there are going to be other leaders, not just principals out there, but also assistant principals and maybe even teacher leaders that are going to be looking for what does that look like to go from teacher leader to assistant principal to principal, what would be, and this is a little bit off script with you, but what what would be one thing that you would say to someone that um, maybe is aspiring to be a principal and they're just not there yet? Well, Matt, that's a great question too, because early in my career, leadership wasn't really on my radar at all. And I think one thing that really got me in there was, you know, just talking to one of my principals, assistant principals that were the leaders in my building. I'm just kind of connecting with them, asking what their job was like. I got actually on a committee to be on the to hire assistant principal in our building. After going through the interview and hearing questions and hearing the answers from a lot of the candidates, I was like, you know, a lot of answers that they say really that seems like it's me. That's that's how I want to lead. Or relationships matter to me. You know, and I really connected with a lot of the answers. And so from that point on, you know, I I really talked to to the leaders in my building and kind of let them know, hey, this is a path that I want to go. And they really encouraged me, found me some things that. I could do to get my leadership certificate because I, I already had a master's. So I got my math master's through the path to leadership program. And then you now from there, it just kind of went, it was just a great kind of way to kind of get into it. So I think one bit of advice I would just say, you know, if it's, if it's on your radar and you're not sure, 
you know, talk to the leaders in your building and kind of see what they enjoy about it and what they like about it and why they're doing it. Mm, I like that. I like that. Very practical too. Good, uh, good sense there. Well, let's kind of jump into this. We've got some questions that you're going to answer, and this is a chance for people around our state and beyond to get to know Evan a little bit better. So this first one, curious to see where you go with it. What are two things most people don't know about Evan? Yeah, this is always one of those questions like, man, what is so interesting about what people don't know about me, right? Yeah, you're always trying to think about what to say. But one thing I usually always say, I'm left-handed. So I'm one of those. Southpaw. Yeah, I'm a southpaw. So I always feel like I'm the I'm on the right side, really, as 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 all of us lefties here. So, <laughs> so that's one interesting thing about me that most people don't know. The other thing is, my wife and I met uh, as camp counselors at a Camp Manitoulin, and that's how we met. She was from Indiana University, and I was from here. She's actually from Kansas City, and we were camp counselors, so we kind of found that camp love, I guess you would say. So, is it, is it inappropriate for me to say one time at band camp? Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> one, one one time at uh, at camp on, on the lake in Manitoulin, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I like that. So you guys met at camp and you're a, and you're a lefty. So did you play any sports growing up? Uh, and, I mean, I think being a phys ed teacher and your background, there had to be some sports that you played left-handed. Yeah, I was, soccer was my favorite sport. And that's what I coached for many years. Um, when I was at uh, Brandywine Community Schools, I taught for, I was boys and girls soccer coach and I played basketball and ran track. So it was fun when we, in my high school basketball team, we actually got to play in the Bruzen Center. We went to the final four. Ooh. So that was, and we actually played in the quarterfinals. Jonathan Swiegels oh, was another principal, yes. you know, up in Mensa. And we actually got to play each other. And at, when we met, you know, many years later, we made the connection. It was really funny to kind of know that we we played against each other long ago. That's cool. I like that. Good connection and yep. good path to the Breslin Center. Nice. All right. Question to a current issue that you are facing. I think I, the thing I'm really facing is – just I, f- I feel like I'm managing a lot right now and not leading these last two years. And I feel like COVID, you know, is really kind of eating up my time. We have to do a lot of contact tracing. That's kind of up to us as, as building leaders. I know every district's a little different, but I know sometimes it's a lot on the administrators. You know, for for example, on Monday, you know, that's all I did was the whole day I, I was going to teachers and asking them their seating charts and who was sitting by so-and-so and then getting all the kids down here you know, calling families and you just feel like you're not there for your students and staff some. So, you know, one of the bigger reasons, you know, I feel like a lot of leaders get into this profession is because we want, we want to support people. We want to serve the students and serve our staff. So sometimes I feel like I'm not doing that as well as I would like. I can tell you right now, you've, you really hit home with me because this is my 12th year here at Warner Elementary. And the last year and a half, two years, I have 100% felt more like a manager than a leader. So I'm on the other side over here, raising my hand, say, preach on my friend, because you are not alone with that feeling. Well, and with that, you know, I've, I've had, uh, I've had teachers say, Hey, can you come in for an observation? I've had to cancel because I've had a, you know, you've had that last minute contact tracing come up and you got to, you know, that's, that's the top priority. So it's just frustrating, but you know, I, I'm hoping my staff understands and just one of those things we have to, you know, same thing. We got to connect with each other and talk to everyone else and kind of hear that we're all kind of going through this together. Yep, absolutely. How about, so now we know that uh, you are in the, the principal chair. So let's see, from question three, I'm curious to see this angle. What's a victory that you've experienced in the last uh, in the last 12 months or a year? And I really liked how you set this up, Ben, because it's kind of like, you know, we have current issues we're dealing with and it's kind of a thing that's really kind of beating us down some, I think. But then it's like, Next question is what what positive things are, are coming out? Because there are a lot of positive things that have happened in these last two 
two school years for all leaders and and teachers and all educators across the state. And one thing is, you know, we have survived and we've we have worked so hard as educators over the last year, and we have done so much for you know teachers. We've done so much for educators. We've done so much for students and families these last two years, just being there for each other. That you know, we just give so much to everybody, and it's just great to see that. You know, we provided in-school, in-person learning all school year last year at Ring Lardner in Niles Community Schools. And that was great to see our kids being able to come to a school building and, and have our support, have meals, two meals a day, have that education, you know, have that role model mentor that they can lean on to get through these hard times. Because there's a lot of mental health. You know, that's definitely on an uptick because of all this time that we've kids have had to be out of school and be in masks and just, you know, their environments changed. So just saying that we've all survived and We've worked extremely hard is, is really a victory, I say, for all of us educators. I tend to, I, I completely agree with you, but I also tend to believe that um, we are going to look back and the people that we were in the trenches with, the teachers, support staff, et cetera, and we can look at these these stretch of years, whether, and hopefully it's, it's we turn the corner completely soon, but even if we don't, this is going to bring us all together because we've all dealt with it together. And I do think that that is, that's, that can be, it's an opportunity for a common bond amongst the staff to kind of rally around that we've all, we're all in this together. And I almost feel like it almost helped our culture last year in a way, because like you said, it did bring us together. There was a lot of anxiety and stress in the beginning of the year before we started, because we didn't know what was going to happen when we went back to schools, because we did so much in-person learning. But it really is like, we just said to staff, like, our first priority is to be there for our kids. Relationships matter first. The content will come later, you know. And I think teachers really bought into that, and they just really, you know, do- dove into our kids and loved on our kids, and just and it was just great to see everyone come together and understanding that we had, you know, we had an understanding that there's a lot more things going on that was more important than some of the educational pieces. I guess last year, That's, yeah. I think we're going to find that there's a lot more positives in these two years that we learned that we now can bring into maybe the new normal of education, if you might say. Mm, I like that. Okay, my friend, we've got uh, one last question and it goes right back to the theme of the entire season. Hashtag you matter. What is one thing that Evan does for Evan? I think self-care is so important um, for all of us. And I think one thing that I've learned is I need balance. Balance is super important for me. Work is always going to be there. I mean, I could pretty much be at work all day, every day, probably spend the night here. <laughs> and I'm sure all, <laughs> all leaders across the state feel the same. Yep. Um, but there is a time when we just need to say we need to go home. You know, I have a family. I got three boys, a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 4-year-old. And it's important for me to also be there for them and be mentors for them as well. So I need to know when I need to cut it off and say, hey, I need to go home tonight because I need to make sure that I'm I'm with my family. So Balance is really extremely important. That really helps me um, with my self-care. And also exercise is a big thing that I kind of feel like kind of helps helps with that stress and relievers and helps me know that that's kind of my time, I kind of feel like. So Evan, as somebody's listening to this and you talk about balance, I think a lot of people are going to be nodding their head in agreement with you about balance. But balance, the seasons of life are always changing, right? And yep. so I would imagine there are times possibly when maybe your kids are playing sports or, or something's going on, balance can be very difficult. And at other times, other times the season of life, it maybe is a little bit quieter. And would you agree that um, we all have to have the patience to understand the season of life that we're in? Yes, I think that's a great point because 
And it kind of goes week to week too, right? I mean, some some weeks you feel like you're spending a little more time at work, and then other weeks you're not. And um, right now, I you know I'm, I'm coaching my eight year old in soccer, you know, in the fall or in the spring, two days a week. So you just know that I'm going to be the balance might be doesn't mean I'm not busy. It just means that you know I'm I'm, I'm also finding time to coach my kid, or I'm finding time to you know play some soccer with my with my kid in the basement or whatever. And then there's sometimes when you know maybe the kids are older and the kids are in high school and you know, they might be away play, hanging out with their friends or at, at events, and that might make it easier for me to stay at work a little longer and, and do things like that. So the season of life is, I think, a great thing. Because I've also thought, Ben, like I would love to be, you know, a high school principal too because I love sports. I love, you know, I love all those things. Right now, you know, the season of my life right now doesn't give me that time to be at all those things all the time every evening. So, yep. but you know, when my kids are older, that would be a season of life where I can do that, so. Yeah, good thought there. Well, this is uh, so this will wrap up. Um, we are in the midst of December right now. This has been fantastic, and this has been a long time coming, Evan. <laughs> I feel like this was one of those. And I know when you and I bumped into each other recently, I I said I got to get you on because <laughs> you were supposed to be the next one. So I'm thrilled <laughs> to have you on. And more importantly, I I really enjoy hearing your path, but also some of the things not only that are some somewhat of a challenge to you, but also the things that have been going really well. I do think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to you and be able to connect. And this is also the chance for others to get to know Evan a little bit better. So I'm proud of the of the work that you do and your vulnerability to be able to share that at many days you feel more like a manager than a leader. I will promise you, you've got several colleagues around the state that are raising their hand, nodding their head and feeling the, the exact same way. <laughs> so thanks for thanks for sharing that and being vulnerable and, and real here on the podcast today. Well, Ben, I really appreciate you having me on. And like, you know, it was such a great conversation. It goes so fast. Yeah. And we're at 14 minutes, but it feels like we've been talking for two, right? I mean, it just it was nice and smooth. So I appreciate you just making me feel comfortable and making this easy because sometimes it's always it can be a little nerve wracking when you're. When, when you're being recorded. So yeah. thanks for connecting all of us Michigan principals to each other and tell, letting us all tell our stories so that we can all connect with each other. So thanks, Ben. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, as you tune in, make sure you connect with Evan. If you've got any questions, he's in that middle school principal role. And, and it's great to have a middle school principal on here because we've, we typically are very elementary heavy. So that's a great thing as well. And with that said, Hopefully everybody has a fantastic holiday. We are going to be into 2022 in just a short amount of time. And remember, continue to reach out to one another, lift each other up because hashtag you matter. Thanks again. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag Memspa chat Thursday nights. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.